Good Shepherd family. This is Kirk Ratzler, and we're in week three, fasting and prayer in the context of being his witnesses. And I've been asked to speak about 1 Peter uh, 3, verses 15. So I'll share that with you now. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. So I've been asked to just share with you... um, the reasons that I've got hope, and I have five for you out of a specific passage, which I really love. It's Psalm 130. But I want to share this about being set apart, and it's also from First Peter, but it's from chapter 2, verse 9. It says, God has set his chosen people apart as a holy nation for his glory. I guess one of the things about that is that us being set apart is part of us having hope. It's our belief system is about God's truth. It's that we believe, trust, and know it is steadfast and never changing. And that gives us hope. Because in the world we live in, there is a lot of churn, a lot of things that are upside down, but yet we have a solid foundation and a solid rock. And therefore, we should be set apart. We should look different. People should see hope in us. And I trust and pray that your hope will rise and you will just trust God in new and deeper ways. So let me share the five reasons out of Psalm 130. And as I go through these, I'll go through the context of the the verses as well. And the first one is, I have hope because God hears me. And this is from verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. God has shown me so much mercy, so much grace over my life as a believer and in my Christian walk. You know, God paved a way for sinners lost in darkness. We have access to him because he died on the cross for us. Not only access, but we have rich fellowship. Our hearts are being made new. Our hearts are being renewed. And we have hope in his assured presence who hears us when we call. And that is a great hope. And I'm thankful He doesn't always answer us, perhaps, in the way that we think he should. But we're reconciled to him through his blood. And God's continual presence is a living stream that pours into my life as a believer. That's from Psalm 1. This also provides me hope because I know I'm never alone and I'm grateful for that. Number two, hope because God has mercy on me. If you, O Lord, should mark my iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. Our Lord is to be feared, revered, shown the wonderful God, creator, of the universe that he is and loved and cherished and looked at 
from that perspective, not just, well, God, I don't need you today, so I'm good. I can do this all on my own. Fearing the Lord is not, oh, cower down. Fearing the Lord is, I revere you, and your truth is in me, and I want to walk that out. Help me do that, Holy Spirit. And, and God will help you because he listens. And there's no condemnation, even when we battle against the flesh seems unbeatable and our own hearts condemn us, as Alan was talking about. Sometimes we let the enemy run our thoughts and emotions instead of running to Christ, trusting his word, standing on his word, looking to his word, and believing. Number three. Hope because God speaks to us. This is from verse 5. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. God's word is living and active, and praise God is a miracle. You don't need to just wait to hear from him in difficult times. Just open your Bible. God's provided a means for truth and for us to be sanctified by it. We, we don't travel this life without resources right in our hand. We have the sword of the Spirit, and we have His Holy Spirit. So God gives us all we need to live wisely, which gives me great hope, and to be equipped for right now as we need to be. Number four, I have hope because God will return. And he's coming back for me and you. Verse 6, my soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. More than watchmen for the morning. A watchman is simply a person that keeps watch. But in our context as Christians, we hope for the morning, the day when Christ will come, clouds in heaven with poor great glory and establish new heaven and a new earth. So we should anticipate and be watchful and not just sit back in despair and be distracted by the world around us. We should actively engage in our waiting and guard against the power of sin in our lives and in our flesh. So this gives me hope because we know what's coming. God's glorious return it is expected as is it it is expected and is sure, just like the morning. At number five, hope because God will finish the work that He started in me, and I'm so grateful for that. Verses seven and eight of Psalm one thirty. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is a steadfast love, and with Him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all of his iniquities. We Christians place our hope in God to see the sanctification and growth in our Christian lives to the very end. In other words, to completion. Sin threatens, discourages, despairs. But as new creations, we put our hope in the Holy Spirit's power to bear good fruit and empower us to good works. The world's not our final stop, folks. Christians will be glorified. We just have to wait. 
So, Father, I, I just pray for this church, this body of believers, that we'd have hope. Hope that is delivered by a Holy Spirit of God. I pray that we will have hope that is demonstrated through us by our love for one another and for the people of this world. That it gives us confidence, joy, peace, power, and love, Lord Jesus. And that you guide us every step of the way, that we look to you, that we abide in you, that we trust you. And we continue to grow and believe more and more in new and deeper ways. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. God bless you all. Love you guys. Take care. Thank you.